Davidson, and I would like you to join me from here at Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as I minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Where would you go except to the Lord? Where will you go except to the Lord? Where is the one that went to hell for you? Where is the one that paid for your sin? Where is the one that raised you up with him when he was raised from the dead. Where else can you go for your money? Where else can you go for your children? Where else can you go for your prosperity? Where else can you go for your health? You can go to Jesus. Come to me, saith the Lord. Come to me with everything you have because I will change you. I will fix you. I will make you to where you are like me. Amen. Now we can begin with prayer. Father, I thank you for that interpretation. I thank you, Father, that you are with us. I thank you that you open our ears that we can hear, that you open our eyes that we can see, that you open our hearts that we can be like Lydia and attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light and from the power of Satan and you. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. If you will turn with me to 1 Peter, why we are having these meetings. 1 Peter 3, verse 1, and of course, men are welcome also, but these are meetings are primarily for women. Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word, you see, we don't always have to preach to them, they be won by the conversation, the behavior of the wife. They'll say, what has happened to you? You have changed. Well, they behold your chaste conversation, your behavior coupled with fear. Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting of the hair, of wearing of gold, or putting on apparel. That doesn't mean you cannot wear it. Look at Queen Esther. But let your adorning be the hidden man of the heart, and that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament, a meek and a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. And like I said, how do we get that meek and quiet spirit? We get the meek and quiet man in our hearts. In our hearts, you cannot do this in your head. Memorizing scripture may help to a certain degree, but it's the heart is where the faith is. The power works in the heart. The gospel works in the heart. Miracles will come from your heart. That's where we put the word of God. Now turn with me to John 10, 35. Jesus speaking. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came. And then that phrase that changes your world. And the scripture cannot be broken. It will change your world. When you get this in your heart, it will change you. You know why? Because your faith starts to work. Your faith 
starts to work. You cannot walk with God without faith. It is impossible. God says it is impossible to please him except with faith. I call it the activator. And I gave the story about the glue that I had in the sign business. That it was an acrylic glue. And when it stuck, boy, you could not break it. But it needed to work. It needed the activator. That activator is what made it work. Well, that's what happens with us. You've got the word of God. But it is not activated until you put your faith with it. And when you put your faith with it, Honey, it won't change. You will get what you got after. And you hang on to that word. What is that? That is the word of God that cannot be broken. And with that, turn with me to Colossians 1. I'm going to begin in verse 26. Remember, the word of God cannot be broken. Even the mystery, Paul speaking, which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. That's us. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Not the Jews here. The Gentiles. This is not just for the Jews. That's Gentiles. And there are only two kinds of people in God's eyes. There are no white. There are no black. There are no yellow, there are no brown in God's eyes. There are two kinds, Jew and a Gentile. That's it. Now, when we have Jesus in us, when we have the Jew in us, we become a Jew. So with that, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Christ in you. Did you know when you were born again, you got Jesus in you? We've discussed this several meetings. That's in Romans 8. The Spirit of Christ is in you when you were born again. Now, I want to remind us here, with the Word of God that cannot be broken, what that Jesus in you is. That Spirit of Jesus in you is the Jesus that was equal to the Father in heaven as a God. When he was with God as a God, he had the same authority. Jesus said he was equal. He had the same power. The Father and Jesus created the stars and the earth. It says everything was created through Jesus. That spirit, that God in heaven emptied himself of all that ability. Why? To come down here and save us and when he did that he became a man just like you and i he had flesh he had bones he had blood it says in hebrews you have prepared a body for me god had a body for jesus to get into and that spirit of jesus got in that body in mary's womb he put jesus in a body in mary's womb do you know that the messiah your Savior, your Lord, your King started out as one cell. And he became a man like you and I. And that man walked on the earth without any power except the power of the Holy Ghost, which we have been talking about. He walked in the power and ability of the Holy Ghost. He showed us how to walk. He showed us how to get there. And then that man, that man, went 
to the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed his resurrection through so hard that he had sweat as if it were drops of blood. His flesh and his spirit were at war getting him to the cross. That spirit is in you if you were born again. Then that spirit got up and went to the cross. He gave his back to the smiters. And he was scourged. That spirit is in you. That man, after he was scourged, went to the tree and they nailed his hands to the tree. And he did it gladly for you. That spirit is in you if you are born again. That spirit's in you. That spirit that endured the cross. That spirit that watched his bones all dislocated when my sin and your sin came on him. And then he took on all our diseases, all our sicknesses, all our pain, all our poverty. Every curse went on that body. That's why the bones dislocated. That's what sin will do to a body. That spirit that took all that, endured all that, kept himself awake, kept himself on the Father, kept himself to make sure everything was done for you and I salvation. That spirit's in you if you are born again. And then that man died and he went to hell. And he paid. It says the wrath of God is coming over me. He said it is flowing over him. The wrath of God on him. Why? Because he was paying for you and I. He was paying for the sin he was carrying. That's where sinners go. And Jesus died the world's worst sinner. And he went to the lowest pit. And the wrath of God flowed over him. And he endured it for the love of you and for the love of the Father. He endured it. That spirit is in you. That spirit's in me if we are born again. Do you see the strength of this spirit? And not only that, that spirit in that man in hell, man in hell. He went to hell as a man. His soul and his spirit was that of a man. God was not in hell. Jesus left all that in heaven. It was a man in hell. It was a man's soul that endured hell. And he would not quit. He praised God in hell knowing, knowing, having the faith that in three days he was going to overcome hell. He was going to overcome death. He was going to overcome every single spirit that there is that can attack you and I. Every spirit he overcame. And how did he do it? He didn't do it with his might. He had none. He said, I have no strength. He didn't do it with any godly ability. He had none. What did he do? How did he overcome it? His faith. His faith in the Father's promise. You go to hell for these people and in three days I'm going to get you out. And you know what? In three days his faith worked and God, the Spirit, the Holy Ghost went and pulled him out of 
hell. Can you imagine what it was like in that tomb? Could you imagine? I'm sure every angel in heaven wanted to be there. There was an earthquake. Why? The Holy Ghost was getting him out. There was an earthquake. The door opened. The man's eyes were opened and every single sickness, every single disease, every single curse, every single sin was gone. Gone. And he walked out of that grave. That spirit that endured the crucifixion, that endured hell, that got himself with his faith out of hell is in you. Is in you if you are born again. Do you see what a treasure we have? And we think, oh, I can't pray five more minutes. You got him in you. You have him in you. And you know what he said? All power is given unto me. All power is given unto me. And that spirit's in you if you believe. If you believe. That's why the devil can't stand against us. It's not us. It's the Jesus in us. It's the man raised from the dead in us. You can endure anything. Anything that God puts down your path, you can endure. And you can overcome. Why? Because the man in you already did. Now, let's go on to the Holy Ghost. Turn with me to Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5.18, I want to read this. It says, and be not drunk with wine, we're in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled. And we've talked about this the last two weeks, about being filled, pulling the Holy Ghost up, drawing from the wells of salvation. And we talked about how to do that. We do that with our hearts and our minds on the gospel. That's what will pull it up. Philippians, we talked about it. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are beautiful, whatsoever things are, you know, all that excellent, whatsoever. Yeah, well, I can't think of anything better than the gospel. And I tell you what, that's what works for me. Anytime I feel my spirit dropping and I'm thinking about the gospel and I'm pushing with the gospel until I get it back up. Now, let's go to Galatians 5. What does it feel like when you are full of the Holy Ghost? What does it feel like when you're walking in the Spirit? Did you know that it tells you right here? Galatians 5 verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit. What happens when you're walking in the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Not faithfulness, faith. Meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. You know, when you are full of the Holy Ghost, that's what you feel like. If I don't feel like that, I know I'm not in the Spirit and I need to get it up again. When I am in the Spirit of God, I don't feel sad. I don't feel lonely. I can have stuff going all around me and I'm at peace. My faith is working. My peace is there. That's what happens when you are full of the Holy Ghost. That's where we want to get to, and that's where we want to live all the time. Now go with me to Mark 16. We're going to talk a little bit about the gifts of the Spirit. Two different things. Fruit of the Spirit, gifts of the Spirit. I'm going to show you how the gifts of the Spirit work. Verse 15, Mark 16. And he said unto them, Jesus is talking. Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Jesus said, preach the gospel. We're not preaching the Holy Ghost. I'm teaching us how to walk in the spirit, but I'm not preaching the Holy Ghost. What do we preach? We preach the gospel. We preach the gospel. 
Now, what happens when we walk and we preach the gospel? It says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Where's your salvation? It's in the gospel. It says it right here. Your salvation is in the gospel. Verse 17, and these signs will follow them that believe. Believe what? Believe the gospel. Not the Ten Commandments. Not what Joshua did. Not what Caleb did. We believe the gospel. Not what Matthew did. Not what Peter did. We believe the gospel. We believe the gospel. These signs follow those that believe the gospel. In my name they shall cast out devils. Do you know that's one of the gifts of the Spirit? It's the working of miracles. The working of miracles is what casts out devil. Well, how do you get that working of miracles to work? You preach the gospel. Do you see that? The next sign, it says they shall speak with new tongues. We already know. How do you speak with tongues? That is a gift of the Spirit. That is what you get when you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Well, how do you get there? You preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. That's what brings the power. That's what brings the Holy Ghost. Why? It says in John 16, the Holy Ghost's job is to glorify Jesus. The Holy Ghost's job is to reveal Jesus, to reveal to you the gospel. That's why we preach the gospel. We don't preach anything else. And they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That is the working of miracles again. And the last one, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's one of the gifts of the Spirit. Which one is it? The gifts of healing. That's one of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. How does it work? You preach the gospel. Are you getting it? It's Jesus and the gospel. It's that gospel. We were saved through the gospel. We were healed through the gospel. We were set free with the gospel. We were made prosperous through the gospel. What do we preach? The gospel. And the Holy Ghost comes and does his good deeds. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 4. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. All these gifts are the Holy Ghost. And they all come, they all work, by preaching the gospel. There are differences of administrations, but it's the same Lord. It's the same Jesus. And there are diversities of operations. But it's the same God, and I want you to see this next phrase, which worketh all, got that word all? Which worketh all, all the gifts, in who? All. All. Do you know that all these gifts can work in you? Do you know every one of these gifts has worked in me? Every one of them. And it is so fun to watch the Holy Ghost use you and watch what happens. All in all. You don't have to be a preacher to get them to work in you. You know where I learned and I saw them work? I saw them work in my house at home as a mother, as a housewife, as a teacher. That's where they worked. They need to work in you. You believe the gospel and these things start happening to you before you even realize what's going on. You do. It starts to work and you don't even know till later. My God, that was the word of wisdom. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to Every man, and that man means person, man and woman. The Spirit is given to every man. You got that every? That word is actually each. Man and woman. 
The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. To profit. Not to condemn you, to profit. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. These are the nine gifts. We saw two of these work at the very beginning of my program. What was it? Tongues and interpretation. Now, let's go back up and we'll spend a little time to show them. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. One of my examples that came up in my heart when I was thinking about this, I was given some money to give away, and I had $100 in my pocket. I knew by the Holy Ghost in me to go to a certain place in Frisco. It was an apartment building, and they were lower income. And God said, go there through the Holy Ghost. So I drive up there. When I go up there, I pull into the driveway, and the Lord said, I want you to go to the last apartment on this line of apartments. Now, why is that the word of wisdom? Because he told me what to do and how to do it. That's different from the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge just tells you something. The word of wisdom tells you how to do something. Something is done with the word of wisdom. I had $50 in one pocket and $50 in the other. I obeyed the Spirit of God. I went and knocked on the door. I said, ma'am, The Lord has sent me here to give you some money. She started to cry. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. She said, ma'am, I was sitting here praying. I didn't have money to pay my electric bill. I said, how much is your electric bill? She said, $85. I took the money out of both pockets and I handed it to her. That was the word of wisdom that was through the Holy Ghost that was being led by the Spirit of God. He told me, go here, not just some information, Go here and do this. You know what? Somebody got really blessed. Somebody believes God a little bit more too. To another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. That happens often when you're casting out devils. God will tell you what devil you're casting out. That's discerning of spirits too. Sometimes the gifts go together. Sometimes you see, you, you see in just a moment of time, you work three gifts. It's pretty cool. You know what? The Holy Ghost knows how to do this. It's not you. All you're doing is keeping your heart and your ear the Holy Ghost, and he will tell you how to do that. Now, the knowledge by the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit. One of my favorite, the gift of faith. And the story I always tell, it happened 30 years ago, the first time that this spirit ever hit me. It's the one that comes up in my heart. I had my in-laws had a, had a child. She was about a year old, and he had some serious things wrong with him. And they called us one night in the evening, and they said that he's dying. The doctors say he's not going to make it through the night. His heart won't hold him. And you know what? I started to pray. And I got to a point in my prayer where the Holy Ghost took a hold of me. The Holy Ghost and Jesus took a hold of me. And there came a faith in my heart that I had never felt. I tell you what, that faith that came in my heart, and that's the faith of Jesus. There wasn't anything. There wasn't anything with this faith that was going to get in front of me. I was ready to go to hell itself and drag this kid out. I mean, that's what your heart feels like. I was a lion. And I went after that spirit of death in that child. I went after it. I mean, I went after it. And I knew it was the Holy Ghost. It was the power of God taking over my heart, taking over my mind. It was a faith that I don't have. 
that it was a gift of faith. And I went after it, and I knew when I got it. And the next morning, we received a phone call. They said, we can't believe it. They said it was a miracle. He's not going to die. You know what? He is 34 years old today. You know that gift of faith came on me when I was a housewife. When I had a little girl. When I was nothing but a mother. I wasn't even working at that time. It's all in all. If you have the Holy Ghost and you believe, you put your faith with it, they will work. And the next one, faith to another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. They, the gift of healing. One day, my son came home, and I looked at his hand, and it was all swollen, and I realized it was infected. I said, John, what happened to you? Oh, well, uh, a week ago, one of my friends uh, jabbed me with a knife. What? You know, when they're about 13, you don't see them. You don't see their, you know, unless you've got them cooking with you, you don't see anything. And that's what he was doing. He was helping me. I said, how long have you had this? Oh, about a week, 10 days. You know, I'm like, it's infected. I told him, go wash your hands for the first thing. And we need to pray. And I started to pray. And after a while, God told me exactly the word of wisdom told me to do. He said, get him in a car by yourself. Just you and him. Because he and I are going to need to talk. And when we got in the car, I started preaching him the gospel. Do you remember when God did this for you, John? Oh, yeah. Do you remember when God did this for you, John? Oh, yeah. Do you remember when God did this for you, John? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I said, do you think God can heal your hand? Well, now he's stuck. He said, yeah, I do. I said, give me your hand. I said, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. That was late at night. It was about 9, 10 o'clock. He goes to bed. He wakes up the next morning. He, he, because of the way the systems were, he goes to school before I do. So he gets to school and he calls me about 10 o'clock. I'm teaching at this time. He calls me up and he says, mom, my hand is still the same. I said, no, no it's not. I said, I understand. Just, I'll, you know, call me later. Because I wanted him off the phone. I needed to pray. I was in my classroom by myself. I hung up the phone. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I said, you're healed. You're healed, devil. You are healed in Jesus' name. I won't accept anything less. Do you know, an hour later, he called back. He said, Mom, it's all gone. He said, it's all gone. Snuck up on him in class. He didn't even notice the change. But it was all gone. Why? Gifts of healing. What did it? Holy Ghost. How did it get its power? Through the gospel. It got its power through the gospel. It got its power. The the healing came through Jesus taking John's stripes on his body. The healing came through Jesus taking his pain and his diseases on his body. That's where it came from. That's what the Holy Ghost uses. It comes through the gospel. These will all work in you. But you can't do this. You can't even start until you are born again. Until you are born again, until you have the man that came and died for you inside you. And we talked about how wonderful, great, and powerful that man is. Do you want him? All you have to do is pray with me. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Show me who you are and fix me. And I ask this in your name. Amen.
answer that prayer. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.